All right, guys, welcome to yet another epi- episode of the First X Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Papi the Great. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram at Papi underscore the Great. If you're on Facebook, you love, really, really love Facebook, just type in Papi the Great. And of course, Facebook will do justice by bringing up my profile um, for you. So I just finished watching the game between Arsenal and Chelsea. And. Um, if you, um, yeah, along the line, I lost interest in the game, so to speak, around the 70 50 minute there about. No, I'm not a Chelsea fan. Uh, no, I'm not a national fan. I'm a football fan. Uh, I just went to see the game and to enjoy myself and enjoy my weekend, basically. Around the 70 50 minute, truth be told, lost, re- lost interest in the um, game. Uh, so, um, until that point in time, Chelsea was yet to record a shot on target so um, losing interest in the game took me to twitter so i was just tweeting away my boredom and tweeting away my uh the 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 the, 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 the boredom i was experiencing when i was watching the game so referee blew the whistle 96 minutes got up and then um i had to quickly run onto the internet to check whether or not chelsea um, eventually recorded a shot on target and then I found out that um, both sides recorded 13 attempts on goal. Arsenal's 13 attempts on goal, Chelsea's at 13 attempts on goal and Arsenal actually recorded 5 shots on target compared to yes, Chelsea actually had a shot on target. Now for those who didn't watch this game, it's very very easy to come to the conclusion and say oh the Blues were completely overwhelmed by the Gunners. Oh, the the Blues actually had no response for everything that Arsenal threw at them. That's half the truth, let's be honest, because this game was a game of two halves, obviously, but more importantly, it was a game, uh, it was two halves of which one was Arsenal's. That's the first, largely dominated by Arsenal. And the second was Chelsea's. That's the second half was largely dominated by the Blues. From the blast of the referee's whistle for um, the goal kick, Arsenal players actually turned the heat up and it was unbearable for the Chelsea players. Uh, I think around the first 10 minutes, Kepa was already making a point-blank save. That was how badly the Arsenal players wanted it. Lacazette was everywhere. Aubameyang was missing chances as usual. Like I said, uh, um, my WhatsApp status uh, while I was watching the game, yeah, Aubameyang is sharp but he's not the most lethal striker literally not even lethal let's be honest with ourselves those who know football or if you know of course you know by the end of the first half Arsenal already gotten two goals for themselves Chelsea was still busy to an extent finding the focal point of the team up front yeah Rudiger and Luis were actually doing very well for themselves of course they were kept busy by the the the, 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 the constant movement of Aubameyang Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and um, Lacazette um, up front and and um, it was the, the stark difference was obvious at the end of the day. One side started two strikers, the other side started a false nine, which was Eddie Hazard. To be honest, there was Pedro, there was William. Yes, all those three names, world class, massive, huge respect to them. But here's the truth: none of them is a natural striker. 
and Mauricio Sarri to an extent got his tactics wrong by leaving Giroud, Olivier Giroud on the bench for this game against Arsenal. Even Arsenal fans knew it. The defense was not exactly one to write home about. There were still holes here, there and everywhere. They don't have the best legs at the back. So, as a manager, I'm talking about Mauricio Sarri now, you should know about all of these things and you should start your best legs. You should start the best legs, the legs which you think will inflict the most harm on the opposition. But no, you decide to start Pedro and then William and then Hazard and then the first 45 minutes it was like most three of them were just literally spending most of the time defending because to be honest the first half was completely dominated was completely dominated by the Gunners truth be told never seen them in such effects before Ramsey was playing like one who had finally had or had finally been given freedom um, uh, to Rome to play, Torreira was excellent. Shaka, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaka was was good uh, in his own. Of course, Ozil left out of the cold, left out in the cold uh, yet again. Yeah, of course, yeah. We can say Chelsea is currently in a bit of a dilemma, striker-wise. Avram Morata is going out. They're expecting Gonzalo Higuain to come in, probably say in the next one or two weeks thereabouts. As now, on the other hand, it can be said that they were propelled to perform this well because of the results that Manchester United had earlier achieved. Remember, United defeated Brighton with two goals to one, moved them up to put to for the four points, leaving Arsenal behind. Arsenal needed to put one and one together, and by the end of the 96 minutes against Chelsea, they had already scored two goals and three more points and we're back level on terms with Manchester United. Of course, what this means is simple. If you're inside in the top six as it stands, if you don't gear up, you're getting kicked out. Manchester United is coming with all the fire they can get. Six wins on the bounce. Of course, they were threatened a little bit the 75th, 85th minute of their game against Brighton. But let's, 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 let's tell ourselves the truth. This United side look like, yeah, of course, let me be generous. An unstoppable force. Yeah, they only play Tottenham. They they still have to play Liverpool. They still have to play Manchester City, and they on and on and on. But they've done very very well for themselves. Manchester United, so far so good, and they look like as if they're aiming for a top four spot. The same thing for Arsenal, Chelsea. If you ask me, with the way Sarri is operating the side. It's like he doesn't have a plan B. It's like he he doesn't have anything else apart from Saribol. Yeah, it can be argued. Of course, Gajela doesn't have a plan B too. Uh, Jagan Club doesn't know anything more than again pressing. Hey, what do I ever know about football? Uh, but the truth is this. You have to be flexible sometimes. You need to understand what is at stake. For Chelsea, in a few weeks' time, yes, depending on how quickly Gonzalo Higuain is able to gel in, in with the squad they might just be seeing themselves 
out well outside the top four like really 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 outside the top four speaking of Gonzalo Higuain like I always say these players are human beings not machines it remains to be seen whether or not Higuain will fit in perfectly into the Chelsea side remember oh yeah he's thrived on Maurizio Sarri at uh, one time at Napoli but this Gonzalo Higuain has gone from Napoli to Juve has gone from Juve to AC Milan and um why he thrived under Mauricio Sarri, we don't know the edition of Higuain that we have now. So, fingers crossed, yeah, he banged in a lot of goals while he was at Napoli. But that was Napoli. That was the CBR. Welcome to the Premier League. Young, or oh, not so young, Argentine. The game is different here. Everybody wants to get a go at you. The whole world is watching. How well will he perform for the Blues? It remains to be seen. It's a gamble, it could go well, and it could go very well down the well. Fingers crossed for the Blues against Arsenal, they had, they had no response, let's, let's be frank. They made the Arsenal defense look so grand and so great, and um, with the way they performed, it begs the question, will they be able to survive should Eden Hazard leave for anywhere else other than Stamford Bridge? at the end of the season so many questions so many questions um football weekend so many goals seven goals at wolves seven goals at liverpool uh nine goals at psg against great now of course the manchester united fans were already wearing their heads whoa whoa, whoa PSG scored nine goals um and then they start remembering oh when are we playing them again on oh, february the 12th or oh, there's still a lot of time we could get a momentum um before that game but you should be reminded Greenham is not manchester united psg defeated a league onside by nine goals to nil manchester united is a top top premier side the game will definitely be different by the time both sides clash and speaking of more football Arsenal Manchester United the fun doesn't stop we'll be meeting the FA Cup yeah they may start some fringe players but yet the magic of the cup will still be there it remains to be seen which of those two teams will win this game Arsenal Manchester United will Arsenal force Manchester United or Solskjaer to a first defeat as manager of United fingers crossed really really excited about all the football action that will be going down in the coming days and in the coming months i have to chip this in because it is football american football also the um nfl playoffs in the american football conference and the national football conference rooting for new the new england patriots followed by the kansas city chiefs and the rice can actually take the back <laughs> take the back seat but really really curious to see how the game between the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs will play out. They've met uh, once this season and of course uh, the New England Patriots inflicted Kansas City's um, City Chiefs um, first loss of the season upon them. So it remains to be seen how this one uh, will play out. Fingers crossed. I'm really really looking forward to an exciting weekend and of course a wonderful week last weekend or second to last weekend of the month of january january was really really fast trust me trust me but then again for the remaining 10 and 9 days in the month whatever you're going to be doing i really hope it's profitable for you thanks for spending time with me to listen to my report for 11 12 minutes you can find me on twitter and instagram at papi underscore the great that's p-a-p-i underscore the great you can also read up um 
my content on my website on my blog once in a while i just like to rant and talk about stuff that's happening in the world of football www.forthego.com that's f-o-r T-H-E-G-O-A-L.com. Be kind to read, share with your friends, leave me a comment or two. Of course, I'm always on hand to reply your comments and to start a football discussion. Thank you once again for listening to this podcast. Take care of yourself. Bye.